With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. Uh, it is Tuesday, October the 12th, 2010. Uh, Tuesday shows, you guys know, is one of our big shows. We get the whole... NFL uh, week review from the weekend. It'll be our game. It'll be our week five review for the NFL. We're gonna get into a lot of NBA with the preseason going on. Uh, we're gonna talk a lot about the Cowboys, of course. I gotta talk about them. As you know, the Cowboys lose to the Tennessee Titans um, this past Sunday. So we're gonna get into a lot of that talking stuff as well. Uh, but want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank for everybody downloading the podcast on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you guys know you're more than welcome to call in if you listen to us live and um, give your opinion. And the number is 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. You guys can reach us on Twitter at rfsportsradio.com or email us at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. So without further ado, of course, i got to interview, introduce my uh, co-host here. Royce, I know I got you live Rodney. online. You watching the, watching the Ranger game, Royce? Yes, I am. How you doing, Rodney? I'm doing if good. The How you doing lose, if the Rangers lose, I'm, I'm, I'm packing up, thinking about it. going to two cities. Either I'm going to Philadelphia or New York because Philly, the Phillies won. Of course, you know that. Philadelphia has a winning record. The Giants are winning. The Jets are winning. And the New York Yankees. So uh, I got to go where I got to have a sports franchise I can root for. The Mavericks lost, the Cowboys lost, and the Rangers lost two in a row. So I got my car packed. I'm just uh, debating on which city to go, and it all depends on the Rangers tonight. Well, it looks like right now you're going to be staying in Dallas. Uh, it's still 2-1 right now. It is in the fifth inning. Uh, I'm sorry, top of the sixth inning. Top of six. One yeah. out. Uh, Rangers are, are uh, at bat at this time. They have two two players on base right now, so it's looking pretty good. Uh, Vlad oh, is yeah. on base on second base right now, so it's looking really, really good. But you're absolutely right, though, Russ. It, it was a really, really sad day in Dallas-Fort Worth this weekend. We had weekend. the Mavericks. Right. Yeah, they went out to went out to uh, California and lost to the Suns in a in a real nice outdoor game. I thought the outdoor setting was really, really cool. Oh yeah. And then you had the Rangers had uh, two chances at home to to pull off a win and get their first uh, playoff series win ever, ever. Yes, and, and, and couldn't get it done. I mean, uh, the atmosphere was electric. Everyone was excited. You could really tell something was going to happen big that Saturday. Right. But I, when they lost Saturday and Feliz gave up the lead at the very end of the game, you saw a totally different crowd on Sunday. It's like the crowd was out of it Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, were, they, they had nothing didn't have a whole lot to cheer about Sunday either. But uh, the weather was great. I mean, we had a college game at Cowboys Stadium. I mean, if you were a sports fan, uh, Dallas was the place to be this past weekend. I mean, it's great, great, great sports atmosphere. So uh, I, go Rangers. I hope they pull it out. 
But we are yeah. going to get into these cowboys because y'all made me change my pick last week. I was going to go against the <laughs> cowboys. I let y'all talk me into it. I should have followed my head instead of my heart. And uh, <laughs> we got to get really get into what's wrong with Dallas. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about that. As you guys know, Cowboys filed a 1-3, and three, but they're not the only 1-3 and three team out there, and they're not the Ofa team. Uh, out there either, so we're going to get to a lot of NFL talk, but we got to spend a lot of talk about that. As you know, we'll have our Cowboys Roundtable coming up towards the last half of the show, uh, so you guys make sure you stay tuned and tune in for that. If you want to get in on the Roundtable, you're more than welcome to call if you listen to us live. That number is 323-927-2906, 323-927-2906. Before we get into a lot of the NFL talk, Royce, let's talk a little bit about college football. A uh, whole shake-up weekend in college football. Alabama finally loses a game. Uh, so we got to definitely talk oh, about that. On. we got to talk about BCS, too. It just got to run. It just got to run. It's 3-1. to Oh, it's 3-1. to Yeah, two outs. There we go. 3-1 hey, Rangers, go Rangers, top of the six. Let's I'm, go Rangers. I'm about to start unpacking my car right now. What do you think? <laughs> not hey, man, yet, it's, not still, yet. it's still kind of early. It's still yeah, kind of early. early. It's yeah, still very right. early. You're right. Now, Royce, now, now we talked to – I had actually predicted Alabama to lose uh, last week when they played uh, Florida. They ended up losing to a South Carolina team, Steve Spurrier, uh, back to being Steve Spurrier, causing a big fuss in the SEC. So they lose to South Carolina uh, this past weekend. And, I mean, we both picked Alabama to win. Were you surprised by uh, South Carolina beating Alabama? Yes, yes, I was, Roger. With all the players on suspension, I didn't think they had a chance. I thought Alabama would go out and just roll all over them. Apparently, I was wrong. I was wrong about a lot of picks this weekend. Got to get into that, too. Yeah, got to get into that, too. But, yeah, I was I was pretty surprised. I know South Carolina had a good team. I didn't think they have a good enough team to be a talented team like Alabama. But, again, I was wrong, so that's just the way things go. But I, I really think that um, I don't know what this is going to do with the BCS is my biggest question. I mean, the only team right now in the SEC that's undefeated is LSU, uh, so we don't know how that's going to pan out. And then the report comes out today that if the BCS rankings came out today, they'd actually have Boise State number one. Now, we talked about Boise State, the teams that they've been playing, they don't play any top teams, they do have a game against Nevada. But do you think Boise State could actually play in a national championship game, a team that doesn't is not a BCS school? Well, with all the hacks running them, they probably will. They're, they're, they, and if they stay undefeated, we'll see. I'd like to see TCU at number one. What are they, like number three right now? Yeah, TCU is still ranked in the top five. Uh, yeah. But I, like I said, I, I don't really don't know. I, I don't think that no matter what Boise State does, I don't think they really have a chance of playing in the, in the title game, mainly because the teams like Oregon, uh, mainly because of teams like Oklahoma. If those teams yeah. went out, then I think there's no yeah. there's no chance for Boise State to be in the in the title game because you're going to give that right. spot to a BCS school to a big time school. Right. So I right. think that's what I think that's what's going to happen. A lot of people are pulling for Boise State and the computers had to say so. Right now, of course, they're oh, yeah. number one. But once they get into strength of scheduling and everything else, right. that's when you're going to see a big big change. And a big dynamic change and all that kind of stuff. But 
But nevertheless, I was still really surprised. So I thought it was a real interesting weekend in college football, definitely. Yeah, I, all the more reason to have a championship. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, right. it's a good debate for having a championship game because, like I said, you have Boise State. I mean, do they get one if they win all the games? I don't but think no, they But, no, the division, the division right. they're in, they actually don't even have a chance to um, play in the bowl. Right, to play in the bowl game because of the division they're in. But you got teams like Nebraska, teams like – and they're undefeated too. Teams like Nebraska, right. teams like um, Oregon. Uh, we mentioned in right. Oklahoma. If these teams went out, I mean, they're going to get automatic bids either way it go. Right. That's true. You're right. So I just don't think they, they really have a chance to uh, get there. And then I do have to they correct myself. Auburn is also undefeated, too. That's 6-0 and right now, too. Right. And 3-0 and in conference play right now, too. So they're, they're, they're rolling right along, too. So we'll definitely see what happens. All the reason to have a college playoff. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. But will that ever happen? I mean, do you think we'll ever see a college playoff system in in my lifetime, let alone in your lifetime? Well, it's a whole lot of money. You know, it's a whole lot of bowl games. And I think it it does benefit the cities that they have in. You know, you got the Arizona, you got them all with the Cotton Bowl. I mean, you got them everywhere, California. So it does bring a lot of revenue. Uh, at this time, I don't think it will be maybe sometime in the future, you know, and I do enjoy and watch a lot of bowl games, so we'll see. But I would like to see a at least, you know, one team that can really make the claim that they are the national champions by defeating the right. championship team, you understand what I'm saying? Because right. everybody right. can boast of being a champion, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I hope it does come in sometime in the future. Yeah, How you work yeah, that out, I don't know. That's a good question. Right. It's just so much money tied up in these bowls, sponsorship, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's a huge, huge payout for the schools and for the, uh, for the, for the schools and also for the um, advertisers and right. the networks, for that matter, to where right. this system works for them more so than it works for us, the fans. Uh, so if you ever want to know what's going on or where things are headed, the easiest thing to do is to follow the money trail. That's right. And if you follow the money trail, it's going to tell you exactly what, who that benefits. It's going to benefit the schools, going to benefit the networks and the advertisers. So with that said, I think they'll keep it this way as long as they can until Congress gets involved or, or something else should happen. So um, you did mention rankings, so let's go through some of the new rankings, the way they come out right now. This is the AP Top 25. You have Ohio State moving up into number one. 6-0 record, Oregon at number two, Boise State at number three, TCU at number four, Nebraska at five, Oklahoma number six, Auburn number seven, and then you get to Alabama, which fell out with a number eight, although they did have yeah. one loss. Um, and then you have LSU at number nine, uh, South Carolina at ten, and South Carolina has their one loss. But a huge win against Alabama kind of pushed them up in the top ten. You have a Utah team at 5-0 and at number 11, Arkansas at 4-1 and at number 12, Michigan State coming off a big win against Michigan. Uh, they're ranked 13 right now. Stanford at 5-1, and Iowa at 4-1, and Florida State at 5-1 and at number 16, Arizona 17, Wisconsin 18, Nevada 19. We mentioned them playing Boise State. 
then you got number 20, Oklahoma State, which is undefeated. Missouri at number 21. Florida at number 22 with two losses. Air Force at 23. Oregon State at 24. And the West Virginia team makes their debut at number 25. So a lot of teams moving up in the top 25 rankings, a lot of teams moving out. Uh, two teams that dropped out of rankings was last week's 13-ranked team, but the Miami Hurricanes, they're out of the top 25. Uh, Michigan team that was ranked 18 last year, they're out of the top 25 too. So we'll see what happens. As you know, yeah. the good thing about college football, I like, Royce, is the fact that every every Saturday is like a playoff game. I mean, you can really oh, yeah. can't lose, and if you do lose, you can't lose by much. And if you win, right. you got to win big. So that's one thing I do like about college football. I'll tell you what, I watched the Ohio State play this weekend. I was very, very, very impressed. Yeah, Ohio State's got a really good team. They beat up on a, a team that wasn't as good as them, uh, but this is the competition they have in front of them. But, yeah, they, 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 I thought they had a really, really good game. So I definitely understand yeah, and, what you're saying on that. Oh, yeah, and the Florida and Miami, I'll admit, that was a great game, too. So, uh yeah, we got to talk about some of these games. It was a really, like I said, I look forward to Saturday. You know, I get in front of the TV and it's college football side and it's, you throw in a little NBA throughout the week and then on the Sundays you got football all day to Sunday night. You can't beat it, man. All the way through Monday, so, yeah, right. Well, quick, quick news. I got to give you a little quick news real quick. LeBron James has uh, – Exited the game with an injury. Uh, as you guys know, they had a preseason game against the Moscow team tonight, and uh, he's left the floor limping and grabbing the back of his right leg. Oh, he was man. straight to the locker room. So, no, Dwayne Wade already hurt. Right. Dwayne Wade had a hamstring injury. Uh, and their first preseason oh, game has been limited uh, since then, although they say that now it's more so not he doesn't feel any pain. They just doesn't want to re-injure the hamstring so early. Uh, but apparently what happened was um, it said James had just drawn the shooting foul after a hard drive to the basket. He split a pair of free throws, and then he immediately uh, run down the floor with his teammates and just under four minutes left in the third quarter, and that's when he pulled up and started favoring his right, um, favoring his, uh, for, for a muscle cramp, what they're saying right now. Favoring right. his right leg, guess- so we'll see what happens. I guess it's better to have an injury now and go and get out of the way than go through the season and have a, uh, uh, you know, season-ending injury or whatever, you know, it's preseason. And, uh, you know, it's plenty of time to heal up. So we'll, we'll see. I hate to hear that, though, but uh, uh, you can't, they can't start out the season with both of them out. Yeah, well, you know, it's a long season first. in the NBA. It's a really, right. really long season in the NBA, so... I think that, you know, it is better to have those injuries early. Uh, that way you have a chance to come back later on in the year. But what is this team going to look like if they have to start with an uh, injured LeBron James, uh, a tentative Dwayne Wade, and all you have is Chris Box down low? I mean, what's they going to do with yeah, the start yeah. that they're, they're looking to start the season off with? I don't think they have a event that can come up and, and, and get wins for them without those three. So we'll see. Uh, it's a bad way to start out, but hopefully, they, hopefully it's nothing serious. It's just another way yeah. to see. Yeah, we'll definitely. And the Mavericks, what's wrong with your Mavericks? You know what? The Mavericks, man, the, the Maver- you know, it's still preseason. 
You know, I, I can't really say right now what's going on with the Mavericks, but then, too, I said the same thing about the Cowboys. I kept telling myself it's just preseason, just preseason. Right. And they still That's haven't right. came. They still haven't done anything. So I think they still in preseason. Right, exactly. So it's safe to say with the Mavs, we don't know what's going to happen with the Mavs at this point. But, like I say, we're going to have a uh, – and, and this is a quick program to know for everyone to know. We are going to have a huge uh, NBA preview show coming up here in the next uh, week or so, actually next week. So you guys stay tuned and uh, log on to the site, blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. You can follow the show there or find us on iTunes. We're doing a huge uh, NBA preview show uh, next week to get ready for the NBA season to start. I'm going to have a lot of special guests on talking a lot of NBA. So it's going to be a really, really good deal. Uh, so you guys, make sure you guys t- stay tuned in for that. But speaking of the NBA, Royce, I don't know if you heard this or not, but apparently we we talked about Allen Iverson maybe going to China to play. Yeah. Well, yeah, it looks deal, like he's did. working on a deal to go to Turkey, a one-year deal to take, that's going to wow. take him to Turkey. What do you think about that? Wow. Uh, I guess you got to go where you got to go, you know. Uh, he'll probably end up being a huge star over there. And you know, I watched Turkey and the people. They they they, they got a pretty decent team. You know, yeah. uh, uh, Istanbul was a. Uh, didn't they make it to the finals? Yeah, well, the Turkey, game was actually yeah, they over were there the in Turkey. Yeah, they made right, it to they the finals. finals. They made it to the finals. So it'd be interesting to see uh, Avnazis with a Turkey suit on. So well, here's <laughs> what the reporter stating right here. This is based from the AP today, but it says that. Um, uh, the Istanbul club has offered a contract to Iverson's manager for a one-year stint in Turkey, and he said the former NBA MVP will bring a new vision to the team. He says Iverson is a great trademark and will be the biggest name to ever come to Turkey. So oh, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens with this. This is pretty interesting yeah. to me. They're probably calling him Chris uh, Iverson. You know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he'd be Prince Austin, yeah. Probably give him a half. But this, this, but, uh, this is really interesting to me, Royce, because we talked about last week's show, we talked about the NBA going to a global game, about the right. preseason games being played overseas right. in different areas. Uh, then we talked about Iverson even going to China and some of these other guys going overseas to play instead of going to, the, to college to play so they can make some money right, right away. But to right. me, this is like, I mean, this could open up all kind of doors for all kind of players, especially those players that sit on the bench or, or play the NBA for a long time and oh, yeah, just getting those, uh, winding down, just getting those you know what contracts. Mean? Right, careers winding down, you know what I mean? They they, they, they need a couple more years to play. You know, I, I yeah, I can see that. It, it, it may just lead to a lot of growth. But like I said, it's going to be a big thing for them. Without an option, he's a big star. You know, he's still, to me, he's still a star. You know, he's still one of the best in the game. And uh, it's kind of a shame that he had to resort to that. But at the same time, it could be a blessing, like you said, could open up the NBA. But uh, I, w- I would like to have seen him retire 76ers. You know, uh, right. that would be great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll, well, you we'll know see. What's up, could open thing? up a lot of doors. Yeah, you know, you know who I'm thinking is, I'm hoping he's really paying attention to what's going on. But Iverson is a guy like Tracy McGrady. I mean, McGrady's been been a great player in the NBA. We know he's got right. some talent. You know he's been hurt trying to rehab. But this could be a place he could go overseas, make a new name for himself, play against right. some great competition, 
and hopefully make it back to the NBA on better standing than he is right now. Because right now he's just a guy out there on on the field that's not really doing too much right, right now. Right, right. right. I hear you. I right. think it'd be I think it'd be huge for a guy like Trace McGrady. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, and I like that's another guy that's struggling. Uh, like I say, he's a big star. He, but the injuries, he's been, you know, injuries that really hurt him. And I think he still can play. I think his heart is back in it now. And like I say, he's, I think he feels better now than he ever have in the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, they did an interview with him the other day. He sounded real positive about, you know, having another chance. So we'll see. Yeah. But that's good. And then, of course, another news, of course, the NBA and the only game going on in town. Big, big NBA, NFL news. Um, and, of course, uh, we talked a lot last week about Randy Moss. Matter of fact, when he came on last Tuesday, that was the top story. We had the chance to break that story when we first came on about Randy Moss being traded uh, to the Minnesota Vikings. But it seems like the Patriots wasn't through making changes and making uh, different right. personnel for the wide receiver position. They actually make a trade to bring back in Deion Branch. So they get rid of, of one player, a Hall of Famer, send him to his old team and pull back another player back to their team. And we kind of talked about this a little bit. Now, now this is taken from the perspective of the Patriots. I mean, you can't – can you honestly say that Deion Branch is a replacement for Randy Moss? I mean, these guys don't even match up. Well, let me tell you something about New England. If you look at all the guys on their team, they don't match up any, with anybody, you know. But they have a good way of they, – they just know how to pick players, buddy. And, it, and it's scary to know that they got a draft with that many picks coming up next year. Most teams right now are playing for the now, you know what I mean? I think New England is looking down the road, and I think they're going to be a dynasty for the next couple of years because they do know how to go out and draft players. I will say that. And, uh, like, uh, they got a whole new group on uh, defense now. All the old guard is gone. They got a new guard. And and they they actually are making a statement. Like I said last week, last time they played, they scored any way possible. And I think right. they saw Randy Moss uh, was a distraction. You know, we talked about this. I think it was a lot more going on than what they presented to, to trade him. You just don't up and trade Randy Moss. Right. You know, it, right. it just don't happen. But to get well, the like, other like branch, you, know, you, don't, you don't trade. You don't trade Randy Moss because he can't catch a ball. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You, don't, you don't trade Randy Moss because he can't be a effective player on the field. It's got to be something totally right. different. And a report came but out Brand, last Brand, week that said that they had Brand a, a seven match with Brady in the locker room. Right. I, yeah, I knew some behind that because he had to be a distraction for the team. But after they won that night with Randy Moss not catching a pass, proved to them that they can't exist and win without Randy Moss. But the good thing about getting Branch, he knows the system. I mean, he played with it for years. It's not like he got to teach him position. You know what I mean? Right. And he, right. uh, Branch is a proven uh, veteran, so he can't catch. So I think uh, it'd be interesting to see how they take the next time they take the field. You know, just exactly how they line up. So we'll we'll see. Well, let's think about like it a little bit. I mean, you guys, you Minnesota. have, uh, yeah. Let's think about it a little bit. Let's look at the two players just on stats alone. Branch has had 29 career touchdown uh, catches, and Randy Moss had 50 in one season with the Patriots. So 
he's almost doubled what Branch has done in his career one season with the Patriots. So, yeah, but Branch was MVP, remember? Branch was MVP in the in the in the in the Super Bowl, remember? Yeah, but Branch was MVP, but so was uh, so was uh, Larry Brown. Larry Brown was MVP of the Super Bowl one year too. So I mean, exactly. that don't really mean anything to me. I mean, my thing is, Branch is not a replacement for Moss. A lot of the guys that are saying, "Oh, Branch is going to come in. He's going to take a you know uh, addition to the offense. He's going to replace Moss." That's incorrect. Branch is just another receiver out there. He's never going to be yeah, but- replacing for a guy like Randy Moss. Yeah, but look at Ross. Look at Randy Moss's number this year. They're not fantastic. They're not like two years ago. You know what I mean? Every year his skills have diminished some. You know, I know he's still an effective player. He proved that last night by catching the touchdown. But you know, uh, if the ball's thrown correctly, anybody can catch the touchdown. I just didn't see the effort from uh, Randy Moss that he used to have. He's not gonna die for balls. You know, and uh, I, I see him quit on a lot of plays. So, you know, that, that, that could be it. You know, he's still a great player. But I see him quit on, you know, blocking. Sometimes he doesn't block. Sometimes he doesn't finish the, a pattern, you know what I mean? So uh, it was something going on. Apparently they saw it. We didn't never, we'll never get the old two that's coming out later. But, I, I, like I said, I do believe he was a distraction to this team. You know, he did speak out publicly against the team, you know, which was bad, was a no-no. So, uh, it, it, you know, like I said, you just don't trade a Brandon Moss-type play, caliber player in the middle of the season for no reason, right. you know. So, something no came reason. of it. I, I, right. I think the Patriots, you know, you got to look at Belichick. When Belichick plays, whoever he plays, he has a game plan. Sometimes that game plan includes Randy Moss. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, and I think he can come up with a scheme. Like I said, by them winning another night, I, I, I think that proves to them that they can win without Randy Moss. So uh, the spirit's still out. We'll see. Yeah, I just think that I just think that Randy never bought into this whole. And I think this year was totally different than last year. I think this year they were really trying to use Moss as a decoy. Uh, I think once he started speaking up in training camp and. Right when the season started about the deal, coming out in public about wanting to get paid, that soured him right then and there. And if you notice the track record for the Patriots is either you be quiet and play in the system or we get rid of right. it. Simple right. as that. And I think when once Randy started speaking up and becoming more of an off-the-field distraction, because he was never a distraction on the field. He stressed right. the field for him. He allowed Wes Welker to get catches. Right. He got his catches. So it wasn't a distraction on the field. I just think that once he started doing that stuff in the public, they figured, hey. And then let's keep in mind how desperate a team like the Minnesota Vikings were. I mean, it was oh, a yeah, desperate team. Desperate. I mean, you think about yeah. Bill, Bill Belichick, he's always thinking. So he's thinking, okay, I'm going to get rid of Randy Moss to a desperate right. team. I'm going to get more draft picks for next year. I'm, I'm right. planning to so go ahead can't. and get Deion Branch at the end of the week as well. And I get to trade him to Minnesota right in time to play my play rival in my division, right. the New York Jets. Right, right. And he he, he did burn for a touchdown. Right, he did burn yeah, for a did. touchdown. So we'll but, definitely uh, get into all that. But before we get I into think, all the NFL review talk, there's another story breaking the NFL that broke this week, Royce, and there was about another guy that played Monday night, and that was Brett Favre. And if you oh, guys yeah. haven't heard yet or uh, seen it on 
TMZ or wherever, apparently Brett Favre had a situation with a uh, what they call a sideline reporter. She's more so goes into the crowd, gets crowd reactions, things of that nature uh, right. for the Jets. And this was two years ago when he was a player there, but apparently made some inappropriate um, text messages to her, sent some inappropriate pictures. And then uh, yesterday comes out with these inappropriate voicemails that he left. Yeah, and I, I listened to some of the voicemails, you know, and, and, and to be honest with you, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. He didn't mention sex in any no. way. He didn't mention uh, we doing this, anything explicit, you know. So I don't know what what this thing is going on. She's actually come out and said that she feels she like, you know, it, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, her, her, yeah, actual, she her actual response was, this is something that allegedly happened two years ago. We don't want a quick resolution, but the proper resolution. Right. And to me, that right. sounds like, hey, Fawf, I don't want to make this a big issue. You want to work, I want to work. Chuck me some money. Give me some money. Yeah. Let me. I'll be quiet, and we'll, we'll keep this thing out of the out of the news. Because apparently, she's the one been communicating with uh, Deadspin.com about the whole right. story. All right. Well, you know these, like I said, that. If you didn't learn a lesson from Tiger Woods, the leader takes his, his voicemail alone, you know, uh, that should have been a lesson to all athletes, but all men, period. But at the same time, uh, you got to be careful what you do. Like, to me, nobody's perfect, and, and you should leave a personal life, especially when he has a wife and kid and everybody's got to take it out of the news, you know what I mean? Sometimes I, I don't I don't care what Brett Ford does. You know, that's between him and his wife. I think the biggest difference between this and what Tiger did was the fact that apparently Brett Favre never really had uh, sex with this lady or wasn't having yeah. a sexual relationship. He was trying. He was trying, yeah. but never yeah. actually had sex with her. And I think the other part of it is, he, the comments and something he made in his text messages that have been released or voicemails were not as explicit as some of the other Tiger was saying. And it and, wasn't and like, it it wasn't like that father had an accident and trying to cover it up with this right. I was right. half sleep deal. So it, it wasn't like right. that. That's what makes it a lot different from, you know, what Tiger did and what Brett's being accused of. Hey, hey, you know, it could have been a setup. For all we know, she could have initiated, you know, and uh, you know what I mean, uh, uh, we we usually go out there anything in the skirt, but uh, she could initiate it. Could be all set up. Could be extortion for money. You know, you've seen a lot of that lately in the sports where these women are extorting these guys out of money. And just think about how much we, the ones that we don't know anything about. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It, 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 it's it's weird. You know, like the Steve McNair affair. Remember? It ended up mm-hmm. in suicide. We don't we we still don't know the story behind that. You know. But if it was bad enough where they take both, both of them take their lives, you know, something's up. Uh, she took his life however they went. But uh, yeah, a lot of things shouldn't be public, you know. They need to leave it private. And if you're in a, because nobody's perfect. And if you're an athlete, you know, you can't put them up on a pedestal and think they don't do anything wrong, you know. There's a lot of stuff circulating behind Michael Jordan, you know, Magic Johnson, you know, if you think about it. But he's in the news now. Somebody else be in the news tomorrow. That's the way it works, you know. So it's but a big you know, let deal now. This, let me ask you this: What do you think the repercussions of something like this is? Now, keep in mind, we're dealing with Roger Goodell and his uh, personal conduct policy. 
Just thinking about what happened to Ben Roethlisberger over the summer. Although this is no, no, not going to get to a criminal charges type of thing, but, you know, Roethlisberger was facing or accused of sexual assault of a 20-year-old right. woman at a Georgia right. college bar. Although he was never right. charged, but he was still accused. And this in right. some form or fashion is part of a sexual harassment or could right. be abused as assault based on the pictures that he sent to her. I mean, do you right. think that what, what do you think of the aftermath of this investigation will prove if they prove right. that everything that you know what what we feel to believe is true? Well, I I, I think it'll you know I don't know what he might do. I I know he may he's coming down hard on these players, you know, and he's kept, he's worried about the image of the league. So uh, I you know I don't know what you're doing on top of that. If nothing else comes out of it, I think it just dies down. But uh, this is Brett Foss last year. Everybody knows that, you know, he's out of the league after this. I just hate to see him go out with a tarnished record. And besides, Minnesota can't do no worse. You know, they're already in old. So, I bet, you know, how worse can it get? So, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know what Rodgers is going to do about this. I think it just depends on what all comes out. But I do still believe that there is some type of unwritten double standard in the league when you got a guy – like Ben Roethlisberger has been accused twice. This is this was his second right. time. He gets a right. six-game suspension on his third four. You got a guy right. like Pac-Man, every time he goes to the club, he gets suspended. Okay, you right. got Michael Vick, he gets put out of football for two years for, for dogfighting. Although, although right. you know, keep in mind those are more of a criminal charges. So right. I'm not trying to say, right. you know, one thing is greater than the other. But I'm just saying if you're going to penalize somebody, you got to penalize around the board, all the way around the board. Uh, Red Favre has been the face true. of a league for a long, long, long right. time. Long, long he's time. Got, long time. Exactly. He's got this record. He's keeping this consecutive starting game record. And I hate for it to be tarnished or ended right. based on right. suspension right. from Roger Goodell. Right. Right. You're right about that. I hate for his record. And, you know, he broke a lot of records Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> he broke a passing yards Monday night. Right, right. At 500 touchdowns, wasn't it? And 500 touchdowns. You're right yeah, about that. So he, yeah, he, so he is. I mean, no, I don't think nobody gets to that point. I mean, that's a lot. You'd have to play years to get that. And I don't think these guys can do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, football, it, it's you, a lot rougher now. And we do want to welcome everyone and let them know that you guys can now download all the shows on iTunes, a whole series of shows uh, delivered, and you can s- subscribe to us online at iTunes, at RF Sports Radio. And if you listen live or want to listen to us live, we're on every Tuesday and Thursday from 9 uh, to 11 Central Standard Time. And the calling number, if you all listen to us live, is 323-927-2906. Our website, again, is blogtalkradio.com slash RF Sports. Or we do have a blog spot of uh, rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. Or, of course, you can catch us on Twitter, R Sports Radio, or email us. They can get get to us any kind of way, Royce. Email us at rfsportsradio at uh, gmail.com as well, too. But without further ado, let's get into a couple of NFL Week week 5 review real quick, and we'll go through, Royce. We both had a real, 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 real tough weekend picking games. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of upsets. Yeah, it was a lot of upsets, and... uh, you know, right now I can't see uh, other than the one or two teams that are four and one, a team that's really 
that I can predict going to the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, nobody is. This first time I can remember nobody's undefeated. Right. No team's undefeated. Right. So, right. you know, that, that's hard. They said this has been 10, 11 years since this happened. I think it's back in the 80s uh, mm-hmm. since this happened. So uh, it's interesting to see who comes out of this thing on top, you know what I mean? Uh, I think we're not going to really see a clear front by the time we get about 10 to 11 games, you know. So uh, the, the second half of the season. So we'll see. It's been a real weird season so far. Yeah, it has. And with the amount of parity in the NFL, you really can't count too much of anyone out right now, uh, because count. like you said, there are no undefeated teams. Every any given Sunday right now, in the NFL is, is truly any given Sunday. Uh, we're, I mean, anyone that's picking games right now is having a headache. They have to be the way this oh, yeah. season starting to play out. I, so. I, I, I think whoever gets on the winning streak, like win, win the next five games in a row, would, would really stand out alone. So. Uh, who, who that is, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> you right, know what exactly. I mean? But I think exactly. whoever gets on the winning streak, the mm-hmm. next, you know, somebody get on the five game or four game winning streak, you know, you you got to declare it in the front run. Other than that, I, I I couldn't tell you. So let's get in some of these picks. Yeah, let's get into them. Now we did pick the Jaguars and Bills game. Uh, you and Rick both wow. took the Bills. I took the Jags, and I won that game. Uh, the Jags put up thirty six points. They beat the Bills 36-26. They, they whipped them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So now the Bills are 0-5, the Jags are 3-2, and uh, still moving, keeping their division, the AFC South division, tough as nails. Uh, but right. this Bills team, even the owner, Ralph Wilson, comes out today and calls it pain and patience. He said he wants the, the, the fans to know that you're going to go through a little pain, uh, but we want you guys to be patient. And I think that fan base in Buffalo – they deserve a win. I mean, they've been behind this team. Thick of thin. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I yeah. think with Ralph Wilson being there, they, if he wasn't there, they wouldn't even have a team in a city That's like that. Buffalo. But, they, but, they, but, you know, they're a good team. Now, now Gerard doesn't put up big numbers. He only throws for 178 yards but has three TDs. Uh, Marvin Lewis um, finally came out of his shell, had four receptions, uh, 54 yards and two TDs. Uh, Mercedes Lewis, I'm sorry. And then Fitzpatrick still put up good offensive numbers, had three TDs this game. But I think the biggest story in this game had to be the fact that uh, the Jaguars still won and had three turnovers. The Buffalo Bills never turned over the ball. They had 306 yards of total offense, but they couldn't pull out the win. I mean, is the Jags defense coming together? Well, you know, Jags are always a tough – anybody plays the Jaguars, I always go, it's a tough, hard – Fall game, you know, you really, they, they they get after you. I will give them that much. But, you know, you have to really be a fan to be a Buffalo Bills fan. Looking at the history of this franchise, Super Bowl, they lost three Super Bowls in a row, you know what I mean? Uh, you really have to be a diehard fan and a real good true fan to stay behind the Buffalo Bills. But, you know, I see a lot of uh, glimpses of uh, uh, greatness in this team. I see they you know, they come together, they, they get good players in good positions, and I see uh, a couple of years down the line, I see them as contenders. But uh, uh, Jaguars are a tough team. You know, they're, they're not a pushover. I think they're going to surprise some people. Really yeah, do. they were coming off a big win against the Colts, too, so I told you guys that momentum I thought was going to keep rolling. You guys picked the Bills. You thought they would come off the slide, but 
Unfortunately, they said 0-5, but they're not alone. There's some other 0-5 teams uh, out there. Oh, yeah. We'll get on oh, them, yeah. too. We'll get on them, too. The next game, we had the Buc- the Buccaneers playing the Bengals. We all lost this game. Wow. We all picked wow. the Bengals. We thought for sure they bounced back out for the Cleveland game after they lost in Cleveland. Uh, Carson Palmer, I don't know what to say about this guy. Goes for three picks. Ah, man, he 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 is just he is just throwing the, everybody but his receiver. This yeah, year, I don't understand it. Yeah. You have you have it. Owens coming off a 200 yard performance against right. Cleveland, puts up 102 yards and one TD. Cedric Benson gets the ball moving, has 144 yards rushing, and Carson Palmer, this guy that we all thought was. A great quarterback is losing these games for these guys. Yeah, he, he is losing these games. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm surprised. But I tell you what, Tampa Bay is a sleeper team. Uh, so I'll follow you fans out there. I think, uh, keep an eye on Tampa Bay. I, I think there's a good team. The quarterback with the name Freeman uh, yeah. has shown me some brilliance. You know, he came in late last year, the last part of the season. I think they won like four or five in a row. And mm-hmm. nobody really paid them much attention this year. And uh, they're quietly going up the ladder, you know what I mean? I think it's a team to be reckoned with. You know, they don't make a lot of noise, but they find a way to win. You know, they're another tough ball card to beat. You know, they, and they, and, and, they they and the, you're absolutely right. The Bucks right now are 3-1. Josh Freeman right. had 280 yards passing, um, and he had one TD as well passing as well. And if you guys remember the NFC South Division, it's a worst-to-first right. division. You know, no team right. has repeated NFC South champions um, in quite some time. It's always a worst-to-first division. You finish last in the NFC South, you have an excellent chance of finishing first the next season. So we'll see what oh, happens yeah. with this Tampa Bay team. It's going to be interesting with them and Atlanta and, that, and New Orleans. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Right. The Tampa Bay did win the Super Bowl. On just a bunch of no names, they, they sure did, and no quarterback, you know. And a so, defense, uh, and a great defense. Yeah, they You're defense, right. right. So watch out for Tampa Bay, you know, so. We'll see what happens with that one. Then, of course, another game, we did get this game correctly, and that was the Falcons. Uh, they do beat the Browns 20-10. to 10. Um, And I was talking the updates in this game. I thought it would be a bigger blowout than it was here. They're alone replacing the Koalas, although the Browns still lose. Only putting up ten right. points. Matt Ryan, he didn't have a big, big offense today. Had a hundred eighty-seven yards, one TD. Um, and then uh, Seneca Wallace, he played for majority of the game. Had a hundred thirty-nine yards and one TD. Sounds to me like a big defensive game. The Cleveland Browns, the same story as always: turnovers, right, turnovers, right. turnovers. Right right, right, right. They had three turnovers in this game. Um, and then I think uh, even even bigger story coming out of this game is Royce that we might even see uh, old Texas quarterback Colt McCoy start next week, and he's getting his yeah, start against that. the Steelers. I can't believe they're gonna start him against the Steelers. I heard that. Well, you know, if you look at the top couple of draft picks, they didn't put in positions where they had to go out and take over these teams. You know, what I used to be when a quarterback sat on the bench for a couple of years. These guys have been tested right up front. You know what I mean? So right. I, I tell you, the next class come out next year, they better be ready to come play because these people are trying to win and win now, you know what I mean? So whatever it takes, you know, we'll see. Uh, just to give you a quick update at the top of the eighth inning, the Rangers are still up 3-1, to one, it's one out. So we, let's go back. i, I got to keep the Rangers fans informed. <laughs> well, 
We got to keep okay. the Rangers fans up, boy. You're right, right. You're right. right. We got to right. keep you in Dallas, too, so we got to make sure these Rangers right. win. Right, That's right. Keep you in Dallas. That's right. Another game that we lost bad, this one, Royce. We really lost that on this one. Uh, the 0-3, uh, the 0-4 line to go into uh, have a home game against the Rams. We all thought the Rams were kind of coming around, coming out for two back-to-back wins, and they get beat. The crap out of them right. by 44-6, don't score a touchdown. Right. Uh, they only get two field goals in the first half and silence the second half and get beat 44-6. I mean, right. the, the Lions, like you like the Patriots, score pretty much every every which way you can think of. They're like Detroit. Ryan Hill throws for three TDs. Nate Burson has, right. has a TD. Calvin Johnson has a TD. Uh, they run a kickback. I mean, I don't. I, you tell me what happened in this game. I, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know right now. I tell you what, it looked like Detroit got a Motown back or something. You know, they got the R and B back. But uh, it's just like we say. You know, those two teams are really. You know, you you can't put your finger on them. You know, because the Rams won the week before and they lose, and then uh, Detroit. You know, I did say last week Detroit won't win a game until uh, uh, they move to another city. I think that's what I said. Mm-hmm. But uh, I retract that statement. You know, I'm not I'm a bigger <laughs> man than that. But uh, now you see Detroit get a win, I wouldn't I wouldn't get behind the bandwagon just yet. You know, because yeah. like I said, they, they're prone to turnovers, you know, and they're prone to shooting themselves in the foot. But uh, I, I was upset that one of my picks I didn't get right. And a big story coming out of this game, as you guys don't know, is Mark Clayton uh, goes down. He's he's lost uh, for the season. So so uh, that was that was Sam Bradford's number one target. So I don't know who he's going to throw the ball to now. We'll have to see. But uh, he lost him for the season, a knee injury. So we'll see what definitely happens in that game. Uh, a game that we did pick correctly. Let's get on some good news. Uh, we all lost that Lions-Rams game was the Colts and the uh, Chiefs. The Colts win 19-9. And this game wasn't really easy for the Colts. We watched this no, game. No, it wasn't. I mean, they didn't score a touchdown, they didn't score a touchdown um, until late in the game. So, right. I mean, this wasn't an easy game. It was a game of field goals, defensive game. That Chiefs secondary was really, really good, I thought, against Peyton Manning. The whole right. defense, for that matter. Uh, but Peyton does go for 244 yards. Matt Castle threw for 156. Joseph Adai, only 50 yards rushing. Uh, yeah, he Mark went out Charles, the game hurt too. Yards yeah. Right, he went out the game hurt too. So, And he, he ended up finishing the game with no shoulder pads or nothing on. So we don't know what his right. status is going to be yeah, right. uh, next week. But now the coach, the Chiefs finally lose. The Colts go to 3-2. and two. I mean, what do you think about both teams? you think the Colts are back in their winning ways? Or do you think the Chiefs are going to continue to win? Or is this going to start their downhill battle? Uh, what do you think about either one of these teams? Well, I, I watched some of that game, and the Chiefs just couldn't get anything going offensively. Defensively, they played a perfect game. I wouldn't count them out yet. You know, the Colts uh, can beat anybody if you look at them on any given day. I mean, they're they one team that can come out and beat it. I wouldn't give up on Kansas City. It was, uh, you know, they're not going to win them all. But uh, I still think they got a chance. I still think they're okay. And the Colts, I still can't put my finger on this team yet. But it's something missing, you know. That, uh, maybe they a late start not uh, getting the team together. Maybe they just have the problems. I haven't quite figured that out yet. Mm-hmm. 
You know, in the, in the past the games, I thought it was surely the defense was hurting the Colts, but the defense stood strong, only allowing nine points, only allowing big goals uh, for the Chiefs. Right. So I thought the defense kind of stood up. We just have to see what they do the rest of the season. I think Payton was just right. off track. A lot of balls right. through were either overthrown. Oh, yeah. Other guys dropped right. the ball, and he just had one of those days, a day when you can really beat Payton. Uh, but right. I think that – well, I think that for I think Peyton, of course, to get back on track, he'll be throwing 300 yard, 400 yard games. But his defense, oh, yeah. if he can hold like he did against the Chiefs, I think they'll be okay. As far as yeah, the Chiefs, yeah, like you said, I think the offense is the biggest issue. They got to start moving the ball, and they got to figure out more ways to get the ball into their playmakers' hands, mainly right. Jamal Charles, mainly uh, their their wide receivers, to give them a chance to really. Get something going, and Matt Castle's got to go downfield. Yeah. You got to quit. Yeah, he didn't have. He, he didn't have a real good game. He had a pretty bad game that day. You know, I've seen him play better. He was. He didn't have a great game that day. He was. He was really off. He wasn't Brady yeah. like I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Now another game that we all picked and lost, and this was the weirdest game to me, uh, was the Redskins and the Packers. If you guys don't know, they both wow. went to overtime. Um, wow. And the Redskins end up getting the ball back in overtime. They kick a field goal to win. <laughs> you, when we we talked about this. You told me it has to be the coach, right, for them to win all these close yeah. games. The second overtime game they've won this year. Yeah, I, you got to give the Mike Shanahan, you know, uh, and the quarterback because if you look at Redskins the last couple of years, all they needed was a quarterback. And now that they have a quarterback, uh, they can make stuff happen. I'll win a game at the end. Remember Jason Campbell? They would always be in it, and he would always he'd be in Jason Campbell's hand, and he couldn't get it done. But McNabb is a proven winner. I got to give it to new coaching thing. I think uh, next week you're going to see a new Ainsworth uh, saying what he went through, you know, over uh, the death of his brother. And how the team rallied behind him and gave him so much support, I could see him giving some back. I look for him to come back and with a different attitude this year. So I got to give my, I got to give a lot to Mike Shanahan. He really, you know, they've been searching for a coach for a couple of years. You know, he's tried it. Snyder's tried everything, but he's I think he found it. Right, right, right. Bring it back. Right, right. Even bringing back Joe Gibbs. You're right. He's tried right, everything. I, I hate to see him take Shanahan. I would love to have seen him come to Dallas. But like that that, that didn't happen. I mean great I mean there's a five quarterback I mean five coaches that I would pick. Shanahan was one of the five that I would take any day of the week. So I think it has a lot had to do with the, the attitude of the coach. You know, that's a reflection of the team. If you know right. coach is a good reflection of how the team is. So that's off to Shanahan and uh it's like uh, they got a better record than y'all. Yeah, we're at the bottom yeah, of the bottom they're of the bottom They are finding a way to win. Washington always, uh, all they needed was a good quarterback. So I think they got it. You know what? Now, now with that said, I agree with you. I think Shanahan's making a, a huge, huge difference uh, in the game. But let me ask you, on the reverse side of the coin, what about this Packers team? This team is supposed to be... Running away with the NFC North, and people had them as a Cinderella darling pick for the Super Bowl, and 
man. They they yeah, lose another I, I game. They're three and two. Yeah, I, I picked them too. Uh, I don't know. It, uh, it, it's a lot of teams struggling. A lot of teams struggling, and uh, I think uh, I don't know what happened there, but Aaron Rodgers with these concussions are not good. You know, uh, he, I don't think he's going to start next week. I don't even know who the backup quarterback is. If anybody yeah. can call in and tell me who the backup <laughs> quarterback is, well, I'll buy my free lunch and chilies. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, nobody knows. I, yeah. I, I couldn't even name him. Yeah, so if they do have to start a no-name, I, I, I don't even know what to expect. Aaron Rodgers is the leader of this team. You know, they go as Aaron Rodgers goes. And I right. think when he when he goes bad, the whole team goes bad. You know, so. And they had several injuries in this game. You mentioned, uh, oh yeah, oh you mentioned yeah. Mentioned Aaron Rodgers going down with a concussion. We don't know if he's going to play. The way the NFL policy is now, he probably will not play next week. Right. And then you right. have uh, Clay Matthews gets hurt, and then you also have a wide receiver go down too. So it, it's so right. telling what this team is going to look like next week. You're absolutely right about that. Right. Absolutely right about that. Let's go ahead yeah, and get so to a couple think- other games real quick. Of course, we did. And now, this game here, we all um, – well, let, let me clarify my statement before I say it. We all did pick this game correctly. But uh, if you guys listened to the show last Thursday, Rick actually picked the Panthers to beat the Bears, okay? He did pick the Panthers to beat the Bears, but in a, in a change of heart decision, gave me a call. He called us and said, hey, can I change my pick? I thought about it. Now I know for sure, you know, uh, Steve Smith's not going to play. And he wanted to change his pick. And me being gracious and humble, I allowed yeah. him to change his pick. I allowed him to change Yeah, we pick. talked about that. We let him change. Yeah. We let him change started. Yeah, the game hadn't started. But he must have been, he must have been, his eye must have been twitching or something must have been going on because <laughs> he, made the right, he made the right decision to change his pick because the Bears dominate this game. 23 to 6. I mean, it was, it was an offensive. It was, Forte had 166 yards. Uh, right. the, Panthers, the defense held. They only held him to six points. I mean, it was an awesome game. And you had Peppers. I told you guys Peppers was going to come back and come for vengeance against the Panthers. And that's exactly what he did. Well, they did. They got a dose of, they got a lot of dose of Peppers. Uh, I think they were Pepper sprayed. But, uh, yeah, the Bears, uh, by far, you got to put them in one of the top three teams in the league right now that they're proving it, you know, and that, all they needed was a quarterback, too. I always had a good team, just needed a quarterback. Kyle Harden didn't do him. They brought in Jay Cutler. He's a gunslinger, you know, and sometimes he can win your game, but by being a gunslinger, you can live by the pass and die by the pass. So we'll see. So far, he's been been great. Uh uh, I I I don't know the Bears. Uh, they, Let's talk about the Bears. Country. I mean, the Bears are four and one, Royce. The Bears I, I are four and one. They're top of the NFC North. We talk about the Vikings. We talk about the Packers. But these guys are top of the NFC North. They're four and one. They beat some good teams. I mean, right. what about this Bears team? What do you think? They didn't even have Jay Cullen in this game. I know. I know that well. I think Levy Smith got to go to coach. Uh, winning attitude. He, he's always had a a team that was disciplined, 
you know, I will give them that. Like I said, they they were lacking a quarterback, and I think Jay Cutler has found a new lease on life. You know, by by him leaving Denver, going to Chicago, he's playing like a whole different player. He looks sharp. He looks better. You know what I mean? He's uh, he's fitting the system quite well. So I gotta give him some credit to Lovey Smith and a lot of credit to the players. And I, like I said, you gotta make them in your top three picks. Uh, they proven it four and one. And uh, on the other side, Green Bay, uh, I still think they'll make the playoffs. I you still do. think they're a good team. Yes, I do. I still think they're a good team. As long as Aaron Rodgers stays healthy without him, I don't think they can do it. I know they're going to be injured next week. Uh, I, I don't know if I can pick them next week with the injuries. But if they can overcome and win with these guys out, I think they got a chance. And for just a quick update before we get to more scores, it's top of the ninth. Rangers still up 3-1. to one. Looks like Cliff Lee is still in there. Going to be pitching the bottom of the ninth. It's going to be All interesting. Right. They got, uh, right now, Tempe has uh, Rafael Soriano on the mound. Uh, so we're going to see what's happening, see if the Rangers can put a little bit more cushion in this lead. Uh, so right. We're going to see who's going to come out and pitch the bottom of the ninth. And hopefully it's going to be Cliff Lee. Go ahead and get his uh, full game in. So we're going to see what happens on that. Uh, well, I tell you what, I still wouldn't take him out now. After this game, after the, what he's pitched tonight, no, ain't no way in the world I'd take him out this last. Well, it's one of those things you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Oh, good yeah. hit. Cruz just yeah, uh, makes it hit a single right down the middle. Cruz is on base. So so we're looking pretty good. Our ranked defense out there, we're looking real, real good right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But what I was going to say is you kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, because if you leave Cliff Lee out there and gets a hit on him, that's going to be all the talk in the news tomorrow. That's why right, you leave right. Cliff Lee out there. If you don't right. leave him out there and you put in a reliever or a closer and he gets and a hit, do. then what's going to happen? You know, then you're going to get to the point where it's like, well, you should have left him out there. So it's kind of you damned if you do, if you damned if you don't. So I really interested to see what kind of call. Uh, Washington's going to make, so we're going to see about that. A game that we did pick uh, that I got right, you got wrong, <laughs> you did pick the Broncos to beat the Ravens. The Ravens dominate this game 31-17. Now, the Ravens are 4-1-2. And Rice had two TDs, uh, rushed for two touchdowns, 133 yards. Flacco was Flacco, 196 yards passing. Kyle Orton. Still leading the league in passing, had 314 yards this game, two TDs. Now, you telling me a guy's leading the league in passing. Oh, it's like oh. kids with this homer. There we go. Oh, there we go. There we go. I think you got to put it away right now. I Kinsler think I saw homer. Two God. run homer for me and Kinsler. Two run homer. Right. There we go. Wow. There we go. Hats off, Rangers. Wow. Hats off, Rangers. There we go, Rangers. Wow. There we go. Five to one. Yeah. Still not over yet, though. <laughs> Still not over. It's but, baseball. Still not over yet, but you got to nah, feel good nah. about that. Gotta nah, but I think I might end up staying in Texas. I got somebody to root for. Yeah. <laughs> you got to feel good about that. You got to feel good about that. First time ever, Rodney. Right. So we'll see. Hold on, Rangers. Hold on. Yeah, don't get too now, happy yet. Now, you picked yet. the Broncos yeah. to win it. I was going to ask you a question was, how does a guy like Carl, Kyle Orton lead the league in passing yards, but yet his team is two and three? I mean, well, explain that to me. It's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. I can't put my finger. I mean, like that. Uh, the 
but the Ravens, you got to look at they pit bulls right now. Anytime you bring a pit bull to a dog face, nine times out of ten, he's going to win. Am I right? Yes, true. So the the Ravens are pit bulls. You, you can't never really count them out. Uh, they they uh, they they know how to win. They know how to fight, and uh, they gonna give you a fight every time they play. And they 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 uh, right now I think they can beat anybody. I really do. They they always had a great defense. The defense is a solid. They probably the best in the NFL. So, uh, but the Broncos let me down, just like your Cowboys let you down. You know that happened. <laughs> Uh, See, you ain't trying to bring the Broncos. We talking about the Broncos, man. You ain't trying to bring right, the right, right, right. And, and, and the way the West is going, the Broncos will still be in the playoffs. Trust me. Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I been, Yeah, I can see them still making the playoffs. So, uh, Cal, I was never sold on Cal Harden. I'm, I'm shocked at what I'm seeing. Apparently, the system that they got for him works. You know what I mean? Because he's he's really exceeding in the system, you know. Uh, so uh, we'll see. We'll I see if they yeah. Broncos are a good team. Yeah, right. But the Colts are pit bulls. You, you know, it's hard to go up against pit bulls. Yeah, really the Ravens are pit bulls. You're right. Right. And then, of course, another game that we all picked wrong uh, was the Giants and the Texans game. I thought for sure that the Texans would wow. come out. And win this game. You know, I thought the Giants, I mean, they had a good win, but I really wasn't right. giving them a lot of credit. They did beat up their color, but I wasn't right. giving them a lot of credit to, to go into Houston and play, play a good Texas team. I didn't team. either. Right, right. But I thought I it was thought a pretty Texas good would... team. So I don't know what happened this game. I don't know what happened this game. Now, now this this brings up another question. We talked about the NFC East. Um, you know, you got the Giants at 3-2. and two. You got... The Eagles three and two. You got the Redskins. Uh, the Redskins are actually three and two, and we are one and three. So I mean, you know, I mean, what is this? I mean, what does it say about the Giants team? Are they are they a good team? Did they beat a good team? I mean, we beat the Texans too. That's true. But what I saw from the Giants uh, kind of scared me when it comes to the Cowboys because. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team knows that. I mean, they know how they, they know how to grind out a game. Uh, they're not mixing. They, not, they don't miss Flexico too much. Nick has been playing his butt off. You know what I mean? And uh, Eli Manning, when he's on, he's on. When he's bad, he's bad. Uh, I, I I can't put my finger on it, but uh, I think you Cowboy fans need to worry about these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, some of those players are some of those we'll players, well, right? Some of those players were on the team that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I remember that. You know, and yeah, some of what? So, yeah, they they do know how to win. I will yeah, give them that. Right about that. So you Cowboys. That's another that another game that we all we we picked wrong was the Saints and the Cardinals. The Saints get beat wow. thirty to twenty by we'll the have Cardinals. We'll have the Cardinals have had a huge uh, defensive day. The Saints had a lot of turnovers in this game. Breeze those for 279 yards and two TDs. Uh, they got to find something to do with this um, running back position. They they put in bets. Bets only goes for 44 yards. Of course, we know they're missing right. Reggie Bush. Um, no Reggie Bush. Fitzgerald has 93 yards receiving. Hall throws in the ball this time. But the Saints have four turnovers this game, Royce. Anytime you got four turnovers, it's, it's really hard You're not to gonna win. win. Do you agree? Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can't win four turnovers. 
You should know yeah, that. Yeah, they game it correct. And right. it's announced today right. that the Saints have started to go ahead and going to address this running back issue. They've actually uh, uh, picked up uh, Julius Jones, ex-Cowboy Julius Jones, ex-Seattle Seahawks Julius Jones, and added right. him to the roster and actually let Carney, the kicker that they signed, that saved them last week, they released him and brought in Julius Jones. Now, I think they need a running back. I think you need Julius Jones in there. But be careful. Be careful if we're getting rid of a guy like Corny who's been oh, proven yeah. to win a game for you guys. You got to be real careful about that. You think they're making, I know they're making the right move with running back, but what about releasing this kicker? Well, Julius Jones is not a Reggie Bush. I guarantee you that. So whatever well, yeah, they do. That. I'm just talking about the kicker. Yeah. Right, this kicker right. saved yeah. him already once this season. Yeah, he, yeah, he has. He, he saved him, I mean, uh, last year in the Super Bowl and a pre, uh, playoff game. And he did miss one and cost him a game this year, but he also won a game. And uh, Rodney, it looked like everybody's pouring out of the stadium now. I'm not wow. going to declare I'm winners yet, but uh, I think the Rangers uh, wow. got there. Wow, people leaving Tropicana yeah. Field right People's now. Leaving. Right, right. Go Rangers. Go wow. Rangers, for real. Now, another game that we did pick in correctly, too, Royce, but before we jump into the Cowboy talk, is uh, the Chargers and the Raiders. We all picked the Chargers to win this game, and we saw the updates going on with this game, and we thought River was going to have a, a, a historic right. day. Those were 431 yards, two TDs, uh, but again, turnovers play a huge role. They right. got a... They block a punt. Uh, They block another punt for a touchdown. They get a fumble for a touchdown. They had three turnovers, and the Raiders beat the Chargers 35-27. to And the game that Jason Campbell had to to play. I know. It looked like a a high school game. I mean, it was really that. I don't know what's wrong with San Diego. Uh, Philip Ribs has been throwing it. He's like Carson Palmer. He goes... Last year was a great year, and this year he's just interception prone. I mean, he just, I don't know if it's because of wide receiver position or what, but I'll tell you what, uh, when they let LT go, they really lost the player. Because they, they, he has rejuvenated himself, and I, I, I think they let him go too early. But I, I don't know what's wrong with San Diego. I think North Turner's on the hot seat. If they don't start winning, I think if they don't turn around this year, I think he's gone. I really do. And I think they're going to start looking for a replacement for Phillip Rivers. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see what's going to happen on that. And I think another good thing about this is uh, the Raiders actually have lost 13 straight games to the Chargers. Right, right. So it's going to be their first game they beat them. one out of 13. Right. It's huge for the Raiders. The Raiders, I told you that. And something in my mind, my heart told me to pick the Raiders again, but I went with the Chargers. I went with Logic. Yes, I wanted did. to redeem I myself. Yeah, I wanted to redeem myself from the week before, but, man, yeah. I'll go with my heart from now on. i tell you that. If I'm going to pick right. like I picked last week. Well, that's true. Well, you know something, and you can also get your heart broke. The way the NFL is now, yeah, no, no, you don't know who to pick. But I tell you let's what, talk a little bit, of, I let's talk a little bit about this. So they I hate to interrupt you, Rodney. It's uh, one out and it's bottom of the night. So uh, two more outs and we can celebrate. We can pop the cork on this champagne. Okay? That's right. <laughs> All right. Go you ahead. You guys going to hear it here first. We'll be the first to broadcast the Rangers 
win in the ALDS. And Killer Flea is, is still throwing strikes in the right. ninth inning here. So we'll see about that. Now, one game we did, um, we did get this one wrong, too. All of us got this wrong. We thought it was no way the San Francisco 49ers can go 0-5. We thought the Eagles without Michael Vick would not be a offensive threat on the field. But Kevin right. Cobb was steady out there. I mean, he kept the offense in check. They they, they moved the ball down the field. They put up uh, – he had 253 yards passing, 21 for 31. Uh, McCoy had a great running game. 18 carries, 92 yards. Alex Smith did throw for 300 yards, had three TDs, but, again, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. Mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. It cost the 49ers again. They lose another game by three points, uh, and the Eagles beat them 27 to 24. Now, now, let's talk about this real quick, Royce. The 49ers are 0-5. And you mentioned earlier in the broadcast about how teams take on the identity of the coach. Now, we all know Mike Singletary, the player. We know Mike Singletary, the linebacker coach. But what have we got to say about Mike Singletary, the head coach? I have to say the Rangers have won. No. (laughs) (laughs) They have won. I have to say they won. I mean, excuse me for interrupting you, but I've been a – you know, you and I have been Ranger fans. We we watched this team up and down like a roller coaster, you know, and this is a, we, the only team that's never won before. So finally they won one. It's a big deal. They've Cinderella's of Dallas. I'm not even thinking about the Mavericks. I'm not even thinking about the Cowboys. I know the Rangers are number one in my book. But congratulations, Rangers. Anyway, back to what you were saying. <laughs> back to what you were saying about uh, – I, Tell you the truth about San Francisco. What can I say? I see brilliance of light. You know, sometimes you just have a a great cloud hanging. You know, you had those days where nothing goes right. But they've had five games where nothing goes right. You know what I mean? Nothing right. goes your way. Everybody had days like that. But what else could go wrong? And that that's the forty niners. You know, I think Singletary is a good coach. I, I feel sorry because the team is not reflecting the kind of guy he was. We know how he played the game. We know how he coaches the game. You know, I, I don't know if it's Alex Smith. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, is he the man for San Francisco? You know, like I said, this is what, third year? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, is he the man? They, they, they can't seem to win. And but if you think about it, that's the only team that y'all better than right now is the Forty Niners. Well, you know what? Like you said, I think I think it's been a lot of mistakes with the Forty Niners. And today, Royce, I went to the barber shop today, and you know how we are. We always talking the barber shop about sports, about everything else. All right. And my barber happens to be a huge, huge Forty Nine fan. Huge. And yeah. and so I had to ask him today. I said, "Well, you tell me what's the problem." And he, he even told me that he feels like it's Alex Smith. You know, Alex Smith is not that right. guy. You know, he's, he's making too many mistakes. I'm saying, well, he threw right. for 300 yards. Yeah, we're yeah, making but... too many mistakes. He's making too many mistakes. Yeah, 300 and he, yards. He even told me that Singletary, he felt like Singletary is so handcuffed that he can't pull Alex Smith. He can't put in the play that he needs to put in. He told me they right. even have a, a backup on the practice squad better than Alex Smith. 
I mean, to me, to me, it seems like the team takes on a reflection of the coach. The coach is stern. He's hard. We already know he got into it running days last year. The whole issue with that, the Michael Crabtree deal. I mean, I mean, it comes to a point where you lose your team, and you can't keep coming to the media every time after the game and keep saying, "Well, hey." You know, we made too many mistakes. We're barely losing this, that, and the other, which another coach is doing, and we're getting into that, too. But yeah, you can't keep saying doing? that. You can't keep saying that and keep losing games. You can't do it. I think it's check his cast. I think I think as soon as the season's over, maybe even before, he will not be the coach of the 49s. I'm just sorry. I just can't do it. And I think Alex Smith, I mean, I, I, I kind of sympathize for Alex because he's had a different offensive coordinator Every year, as well, promote the right. quarterback's coach. I mean, so I, I this this whole franchise is in disarray to me. They've got talent on their team, but right. they don't have a team. Is that, if that makes any sense? Well, you know, sometimes you you can't coach, right? You know what I mean? Some talent guy just got it. You know, either guy right. got it or you don't. You can't coach that. I don't think Alex Smith has it. He's not Steve Young. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, he's not none of those guys that used to be in San Francisco, the great quarterback they had. But, uh, I, I, you know, like I say, he's been there three years. I've seen signs of brilliance, you know, and I, I, I can equate him to Tony Romo. They they play a good game, but they can't win. You know what I mean? Same way with Tony Romo. Did he get rid of him? Yeah, he didn't want a big game. Saying. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are off the chart. Yeah, but, you know, like some some things you can't teach. You know, like a, a Brady, you know, when the, when the game's on the line, they, they find a way to make a play. They find a way to get the ball to receive it. You know what I mean? Whether, whether it's ducking the tackle, step, stepping out of the pocket, you know, uh, extending the play. You know, Mike Vick has that too. You know, I, he, he can't teach that. that. That's just talent. You know, that's, that's just raw talent. talent. Right. And the will to win. So I don't know if Alex Smith has that. You know what I mean? Like they good quarterback by the numbers. There are a lot of good quarterbacks, but there's very right. few great quarterbacks. You know. So I I, I can't put my thing on it. I I hate to see Singletary. I think he he was a great coach because he did turn that team around. And, you know, uh, defense. He should be a defensive whiz. You know, he's a leader of the Bears for years. You know what I mean? He knows. Uh, football, but it's something missing. I don't like to say his hand may be tired, but I think he's gone. I think it's about three or four coaches on the hot seat this year. I really do. Yeah. North Turner's another one. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so, you're right about uh, Jack that. Jack Del Rio. Yeah, Wade Phillips. A lot of coaches on the hot seat that, that the team don't reflect who they are. Right. Yeah, right. we're going to see right. exactly what happens with these guys. Uh, another uh, game that came up that we actually – and, and I missed and I, I didn't pick this game correctly. You did pick this game, and that was the Monday night game, which was a huge game. Uh, the right. Minnesota Vikings with Randy Moss going to New York to play the Jets. Um, and this game started out real rough for for the Minnesota Vikings. Farr was fumbling. You know right. he couldn't hold on to the ball. Then they finally get it together towards the second half of the game, and Farr starts just being a gunslinger again. Get him in position, yeah. make some great throws yeah. to Randy right. Moss and Percy yeah. Harvin. He finally saw the receivers taking advantage of having Randy Moss on the field. And then 
Uh, and then he throws the pick at the very end of the game. You know, he goes back to being prepared for right. him and throws his pick at the end of the game. I think they could have really won this game, so I don't really think that – I think the Jets did hold them, did did play a good defensive game, but they could have won this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got to attribute a lot of that because it was a rain delay. You know, it was terrible. It rained, you know. I think it would have been a much better game had the weather been perfect, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. We don't know how much of that was due, due to the weather, you know what I mean? And uh, Brett Favre was Brett Favre. You know, he, 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 it's the same way in basketball. You live by the three, you die by the three. And either you live by the arm, you die by the arm. And, and that, that's that's the one knock on, on him. He does throw interceptions, you know. He does take a risk. He does try to thread the ball in there. Uh, a couple of passes were, 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 were over the guy's head. They, they had a lot of good chances. Personally, I think he was hurt. He kept holding his arm. He kept know, holding his elbow. Right, right, right. And we don't know how, how much pain he was in, you know, during that game, but it's got to be painful, you know. But I got to give my hats off to the New York Jets. To me, they are the best team in football right now. Sanchez. You think so? You think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, yeah, they, they got a, a good off defense to go along with their offense and vice versa. And Rex Ryan, I don't know what these guys have bought into him. I don't know what he's told them or what he brings to that franchise, but they have bought into that. And they don't think anybody can beat. They, they think they can beat everybody. That's the attitude right. they have. They are not scared of anybody. They think on any when they go out and play that they can whoop your butt. And that's yeah. a I don't you know if that's Rex Ryan. They said maybe a reflection of the coach, but that, that's a good attitude to have. You know, uh, 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 Cowboys could take a note from that that we can't be beat. You know, but I think the Jets are. You know, they, everybody's just giving them to go. So far, they have they have proven themselves. You know, they yeah, we do the one of them. And I want to cut you off, Royce. We do have a caller calling in. Let's check and see what our callers are saying out there. We're talking NFL. We're talking Cowboys. Let's see what our caller has to say. Caller, I'm going to identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. Uh, so four three six three. You're live on the uh, RF Sports Radio That's Show. That's me. What's... Oh, hi. Hello, How's caller. Hi, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you. I got you loud and clear. Oh, hi. I was just watching that Jets game on Monday night. You guys seen that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw yeah. it. That game was cr- that game was crazy. I'd I, I be sitting in my chair, you know you know me, and I'd be, I be sitting uh-huh. in my chair, right? And all of a sudden, you know, Brett Favre, you know, he had that comeback, you know, the throw and everything. I was just like, oh, my fried chicken and Kool-Aid. This is how that is going to come back. You know, you, know, you know I'm thinking. You know me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so anyway, I was like, I was like, hey, hey, well, I want to hear something funny. It's like Brett Favre's wearing like purple. <laughs> oh, Ryan, purple, yeah. He's wearing purple. So what do you think about the Jets? Oh, they, they, they uniforms is green. They the same color as grass. I love me some grass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, we will thank you, Carla, for calling in. Well, thank you for calling in, most definitely. And uh, keep listening to the show. We appreciate the comment, definitely. 
Now, Royce, now we 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 saw a lot about this game. We we uh, we talked a lot about the Monday night game, and you brought up the point about the Jets being a really good team. I agree with you on the Jets being a great team. I think they're a real real good team. But I also think that you know Minnesota Vikings are a good team too, and I think they can turn around for one and three. I think that I oh, think yeah. what we saw was a, was a testament of what we're gonna see in the future. I think they could definitely oh, yeah. turn around at one and three. Yeah, and with the addition of Randy Moss, I mean, they can't ever go up. They, they are at the bottom. You know, I think he's going to make them better. But uh, they are better than the one and three team. And let's just hope Brett Park stays healthy. And uh, I, I see him winning some games. They may be one of those teams that get on a five, six-game winning streak. You know, it, 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 really, no team is really out of it. You know, most teams are two or three games out. Yeah. First place. Yeah, so you right. know, nobody's dominating, yeah. So you you can get like a winning streak, three game winning streak and somebody lose, you back in it. You know, yeah, you're really right back in it. Yeah, 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 you're right back in it. So uh I, I do think the Jets are the most the, the, the best thing out there right now, from what I've seen. They they got a young quarterback, they finally took the reins off of him and let him play. And man, I tell you, I'm impressed. I saw him become a man on on, on TV overnight, and uh, he, you know, he even walks different. He acts different. You know, his attitude's different. He he's not not scared to take a chance downfield. You know what I mean? He does take right. a shot, but I think it has a lot to do with Rex Ryan. He has this team thinking that, that nobody can beat them. So yeah, yeah I agree. That's a good I agree with you 100% on that. Right. Now, of course, right. we got to get to the, the game that we definitely got to discuss. I'm going to spend the last 10 minutes of the show talking about that one. Right. And that's got to be the the Cowboy game. Uh, as you guys know, the Cowboys do lose this game. As I did pick them again to win, I even convinced you to pick them this time. Yes, you did. Yeah, I, I let you talk me into that. I don't know. They were supposed yeah. to win that game, Rodney. Right. You know it and I know it. But, like I said, knowing it and doing it are two different things. They didn't get it done. So what do you think is wrong with the Cowboys? Man, I, you know, I, I made a list. I made a laundry list of different things I want to definitely touch on the Cowboys. We might not have time to get to them all, but I made a laundry list of things. Number one, we talk, we've been talking all show about how teams are a reflection of their coach. Okay? Right. So so I have I have to definitely touch upon that because, I mean, you had the Colombo penalty, okay? Let's just talk about that since everyone's talking about right. that now. If you guys don't know, Jason Wynn scores a touchdown, gets a ball to Mark Colombo. Mark Colombo uh, spikes the ball, falls down. They call a penalty, which makes us kick the ball up on the 15. And turn around, this guy runs it all the way down to the 11. Uh, so that was a huge, huge play in the game, a huge penalty. And this, and, and how many times do we have to go through this every every week with offensive linemen making a dumb a dumbass play? I mean, you had Alex Barron on the first game make a holding call. You get Mark Colombo doing this, and then another part of the offensive line, you had a guy like Leonard Davis, a Pro Bowler, get benched uh, for Montre Holly after he gets beat twice uh, on on you know two different plays. So I mean, you could blame the offensive line, and we've had people calling the show all. You know, all this month, this past month, talking about the offensive right. line, offensive line, and I really got a chance to see what's wrong with the offensive line this time. So I can definitely point the finger there. 
Um, and and then, there was a couple of other stuff that went on. Mike Jenkins back. got picked on all, all game. That was right. the whole point right. to pick on Mike Jenkins right. the whole game. Right. So ain't no telling what you happened with that. You know what I saw, Ronnie? I, 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 you know, and the turn and the penalties. That's that's an undisciplined team. This is not just this game, but every game last year, and every game so far this year, and if my understanding is, since 2007, Cowboys are the second worst penalized team under the Raiders. It's something wrong with that. I mean, what is Wade Phillips doing to adjust his team for discipline? You know, yeah. they had six penalties in the fourth quarter. I think they had 12 or 15 penalties in the whole game. That's too many. Yeah, I agree with you. That's too many. Let's welcome, welcome, welcome on a few more callers on the round table real quick. I know yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, I know I have a few callers in real quick before we get to the Cowboys. I've got chosen on the line. Chosen, are you there? Hello. What's up, everybody? Chosen, you there? Yeah, hey, how you doing? Yeah. yeah hey, how's everybody doing? Doing fine, man. Got a lot to talk about tonight. The Rangers won. Oh, oh, oh! I missed that. I am so yeah, pleased. Yeah, five to, to one, man. Yes, five to one. Lee pitched a hell of a game, man. I mean, let's hell bring of a game. Other, let's bring in our other cowboy caller real quick. Uh, we got to bring on Rick. Rick, you got to come on. You got to defend your record, man. And you got to talk Cowboys, man. Hey, man. Them Cowboys, something serious out there, man. Hey, I don't, I don't know what's wrong, man. I told you. Say, I told say, you. Man. I told you. It's, it's, it's almost kind of, it's got me almost at a loss for words, man. You know, that's hard to do when you're on RF Sports, man. Right. Hey, it's, 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 it's bad business. I can't believe, I don't understand how we lost that game and we put up so many yards and we put up so many points, man. You know, it's that, that man, that mental stuff, man, just kills me, bro. It kills right. me, dog. If they could just overcome that one thing, man, we'll be all right. But it just seems so hard to overcome that, man. It's okay, but the question I have the, happening, the, the question I have for everybody is and everybody gets a chance to come in, is how many weeks do we have to wait on them to get that mental mentality together? Every every week they lose we hear Wade Phillips saying, Well, we almost there. Uh, we 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 making good plays, we're just not getting all the right plays. We we hear all this coming from uh Wade Phillips every press conference after after every loss. And we've been talking all show about how the mentality and, and and how a team is reflection of the head coach. Okay, so 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 uh, I mean, why are they making these type of plays? Why is Columbo? Why is Columbo spiking the ball in the end zone? Why is Mike Dickens getting? Oh, I mean, why is Mike, why is Mike Dickens that. holding? Why is he holding now, somebody that's, three that's times? That's a different situation. That's a different situation. Columbo, man. They shouldn't even call no flag on that, man. Dude oh, got man, it's a rule. It's down, a rule, man. They didn't give him no rude. flag for, for, for spiking the ball. They gave him a flag for falling on the ground. But, you Talking know, Rick, over, don't over get excited. Get, exci- get excited when the game's over when you won. You know, I, I've been saying this all year. 
every time they do a good play, you see Roy Williams, uh, Miles Austin, somebody do some little dance because they made a first down. And I don't like all that. I, I really don't. That's your job. Yeah. You, you know, you're supposed to get. To, to each his own. You know, I, I can't, you know, I can't disagree with you right there. I, it, to me, it really don't bother me when they do that. You know, it's just if you're right. going to do that, get out there and back it up. And, you know, from what I see right. from Austin, he's out there and he's backing it up. Roy Williams has been mighty consistent, you know, with his celebration. No matter how good right. he's playing or how bad he's right. playing, when right. he hits the first right. down, he does the same thing. And when he scores, he does right. the same thing. Right. Right. You know, so I'm not I'm not really mad about that. But the holding penalties, Mike Jenkins, come on, bro. You know what I mean? Let go of the man's jersey. Everybody can see that. Just play defense like you're supposed to. Although, all that's not your fault. Alan Ball, you are the safety. You got to help right, back there. Right, right, You got to right. help back there. Okay, let me ask, let me ask y'all this. And then, Charles, you can come in on this. And I, you, you did see the game okay. Sunday. I mean, what was was was? It seemed to me like Jeff Fisher had a whole plan to attack. He Mike had a game plan. That's right. Going after Mike Dinkins. Yeah. Well, you That's said, did, you see the, did y'all see the same thing? I did. Well, I mean, you know, picking on the weak man is always your best strategy when you're playing a team right. that's as talented as the Dallas right. Cowboys. Right. And right. you have to exploit the weaknesses if you expect to win the game. And that's what happens. They knew that they really had no shot at really winning the game unless we beat ourselves, and I think that's what the strategy was tailored towards. You know, uh, running that ball the way that they did, we knew it, we expected it. We had no no doubt if it was going to be done. But taking to the air the way that they did, I mean, you know, having a, having a record-breaking pass game, the way, you know, the, <laughs> the way that Romo played, but yet still, I, 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 I I'm almost speechless on the RF Sports Show, and that's hard to do. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what, though? But, you know, even though Romo had the big passing day and threw for big yardage, he did throw three picks. He did throw well, three me, picks. Let me tell you something. you got to put some the blame Cowboys, in too, right? The Cowboys have to win every week. week. The last one. The, the, last, the last interception, you know, hey, that, that, that counts in the, in the books, but that was just an attempt you know, at, at any possible salvaging that could be made. At the right. end of the you day, can't do that, though. You can't throw it to the other team when you give up. You can't give up and throw it to the other team. Right. You got to well, throw it away. I, I'll say this. You cannot, you cannot score a touchdown to bring the ball out of the end zone and hand it to another player. You know, a better <laughs> player like right. we should have known better than that. And, I mean, yeah. that was – like the announcer said, that was on the <laughs> that was on the game. He said, "What if it comes down to a situation?" And that's what it is. I mean, mentally, we're just not in the game. We're just not well, in the game. Mean, and, and I agree, but you you have to you have to admit though, like they said, you know, it wasn't necessarily that. You know, a veteran shouldn't have done right. it. You wouldn't have done that. Depending right. on them being called, but right. since you right. did do that, they didn't call the spike. They called when he got bumped and fell down. They, that was the over celebration. You know, they called that. You know, so I'm not, I'm not really mad. I'm mad at, uh, at the rule. It's a rule, so you have to call it. You right. Know, I, I well, look at Detroit. Look at Detroit about the past a couple of weeks ago. But let me say this about Dallas. I didn't see, and, and I, this is every week with Dallas, you know, it's one thing to go out there and through the route and just run plays and get a lot of yards and get a lot of passing yards. 
But at some point, you got to come and say, well, we're going we gonna to run the ball down their throat. We go, we, you know what I mean? We're going to pass the ball down their throat. I don't see a game plan. Now, Fisher is a hell of a coach. He came in there, and I started, I told Rodney that. I said, now, his game plan is to pick on a backs because, you know, pick on Jenkins. And they did that. A couple of passes, Vince Young just threw it in there because they knew. Just Jenkins. threw it in there. Two, two in a row, two in a row. He was called for holding. They know he was weakening. But I don't see the Dallas Cowboys coming in with a set game plan. And all I see is Jason Garrett is just running plays. They're getting a lot of numbers, but they're not getting any results. At some point, you got to say, well, we're going to do this is what we're going to do and execute that. I don't see that with Dallas. I just see him out there, fruity, fruity, running this play, running this play, running this play, running this play. But I don't see a set game plan for any opponent every week. Every team has a weakness. That's how you – and I got to agree with other men. That's how you win games. You play on the other D. Belichick does it. All other coaches does that. Big, big you know, boy. So look, but look, look, they came out there and they ran the ball. They wasn't just, you know, off the charts with it. They wasn't just off the charts with it, but they ran the ball. And they did have a lot of passing yards. They put up 27 points. They you know, and they were putting up points now. They should have had more points. You know, they should have had more points. But Romo went out there and he passed the ball. He had some good plays. But Romo had some dumb plays out there, man, because two of them interceptions were definitely his fault. And even on yeah, that man. last, even that last interception, you know, that was more the offensive lineman's fault to get a block in, if you would please. But you know, and I, I, Romo, Romo threw some bad passes out there, man, at times, and that hurt us too. Without question, right. that hurt us. Even the touchdown that Miles Austin caught, that was really a bad pass too. That boy just made a hell of a catch. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made a hell of a catch, but that was a bad pass, man. That's why yes, I'm not understanding. For Roman to be the the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys so long, in so many situations with the Cowboys, and right. every time you know he, he, he has he has these games. He has these games where it seemed like he just just I don't know what I don't know who the hell he's throwing the ball to. He got all the I gave him credit on, on I gave him credit I mean, on he, that play. He didn't even throw the ball. He didn't even throw the ball to Des Bryant. He didn't thought about it then. So I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, you got all these different options. Why are you Why are you still trying to force the ball in coverage? I don't understand. You got all these options. You got all these offensive minds. You know, you got Jason Garrett. You got whoever the hell. You got all these receivers, these running backs, these running backs. You trying to tell me you can't game plan one man to be open? I gave him credit for that you know, for that pass just because he trusted his receiver. And Miles Austin made a play on it. But that, I wouldn't have thrown that pass. And, and if I was the coach, I would have been yelling at that. And then it was another dumb play he had where he, if it wasn't for uh, for, for Dez Bryant, that probably would have been a pick six too. Because he sat right there and threw it right to the man. And Dez Bryant had to jump right. in front of it. You know, right. Romo has some it, awful it, plays it, out it, there, it, man. Well, is it the quarterback? Is that what's wrong no, 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 it's not the quarterback. Come on, it's that man. Mental, it's, that, it's that whole mental situation again, man. Be patient. Don't make that particular throw. 
You know what I'm saying? I understand you trying to make a play and you trust him and Miles Austin come through with it. You know, but it was some dumb plays out there, man. It was some dumb plays. But no, no, it ain't no time to make no change at the quarterback. It ain't time to get rid of him. It ain't time to start looking for another one, neither. Still rival grow more. Just turn there, man. Bring that in a little bit. Let me ask you when y'all going to get off this Romo? How many times Romo got to break y'all heart before y'all get off this Romo bandwagon? Because every time y'all have had a chance to win a playoff game, a championship game, Romo has been the reason why y'all lost. When y'all going to get off this Romo bandwagon? You know, he's a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. He's not. You ain't going to become great until you win. Uh, you ain't going to become great until you win. Great players step up in great games. Well, wait, hold on. I, I, I have to comment on this. If that's the case, Peyton Manning is not a good quarterback. Because I don't know how many years in a row this man lost the big game, and he allowed Belichick and the crew to come in and interfere with what was going on. Now, Tony Dungy always had a great sports program there. I mean, you know, know, and and the program is still in decent shape now, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, there can be only one winner. And I I, I just think right now the Cowboys are are mentally not in the game. Now, if you want to blame it on coaching, if you want to blame it on discipline, we can take our pick, but the result is is somebody's not thinking out there on the field. Let me throw this stat out there, everybody, real quick. Let me throw this one stat out everybody. Since 1990, 21 teams have made the playoffs going one, starting the season one and three. 21 teams. That's just the parody of the NFL. And we all know nobody's undefeated right now, which ain't happened in right. a long time with the Colts, the Patriots, Saints. They've been some undefeated teams. Cowboys even uh, have been undefeated within the first five, six games of the season. But the parity in the NFL, I mean, what needs to happen for this team not to go one and four? They got they got to go to Minnesota next week, so they could be one and four. Very easy to be one and four. It's, def- it's definitely not over at this point. You know, it's definitely oh, not over. And that's just for the simple fact that, you know, the math still adds up, you know, and it's too many losses in the NFC, you know. And it's too many losses within our division. There's still plenty of time, you know, so I'm not really worried about that, you know. But they do need to get it together, come out there and play. And they got to do it this next game because I'm telling you, if they come out and even play, I don't even care if they win, but if they come out and play like they play these these la- this last game, if they come out and play like that these next couple of games, they're not going to make it, man. Well, I'll, say this. I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. With the Cowboys, you know, with this new team, you, you just never know until after the Thanksgiving break, man. What I see happening for the Cowboys is, is if we can just win our division games from here on out, we'll be in great shape. <laughs> That's all I'm focused on. You know, the division, the Washington game. The, the Washington game is the only game that, that disturbed me. That's the only game right. that bothered me because it, we were capable of beating them. And, and that, well, you know, I thought Washington was going to give us more more trouble this year than Philly because Washington, I think, has always been, you know, for the past few years, just a couple pieces right. away from having a good, right. dominant, right. strong team. It's needed quarterback. It's needed quarterback. Right. 
and you bring in McNabb, and I mean, because because they they would give us hell, but we would we would beat them. So right. it's it, it's how we play Washington and 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 the Giants. I think would would dictate to us what what type of team we're having this year. If we beat the Giants right. both games, watch out for us. If not, yeah, right you know, hey, yeah. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the head coach real quick. Um, and and, and Wade Phillips comes out the day after the game and starts complaining about the penalty call, saying that the, the league should review the penalty. He didn't think it was right. Okay, now that that's the wrong conversation to be having. Right. You know, now you're trying to divert attention on something else. Okay, right. And then your excuse is still the same. You, they they're asking them. Why is your team playing stupid football? Why are they making these penalties? Why is the offensive line costing us games? You know, why are they making these kind of penalties? His answer is still the same. Well, I think we're still doing it right. We just ain't catching the break here. We ain't catching the break there. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. I mean, like the stat says, teams that start one and three can still make it in the, into the playoffs. What what needs to happen right now with Wade Phillips? The report came out in Dallas Morning News this week on Monday. It says if he goes one and five, he's gone. He's gone. So so I mean, so you tell me, does does what needs to happen with Wade? What does Wade need to do to get this team playing playing the right kind of kind of football? The first thing Wade need to do, you know, in my mind, is he need to let let me comment on something like that, you know, or let you comment <laughs> on it or let somebody else. He needs to he needs to worry about going in there and trying to fix the situation from within. You know, I think it's a stupid call, you know, but you know, I don't think Wade should have went out there and, you know, tried to change the focus, you know, onto the penalties in a bad call. If he wanted to talk about the penalties, he should have talked about, you know, him getting in there and fixing it from within. Because a lot of that is on us. A lot of that right. is, is, is on us for real. Right. Well, I want to say this. Whatever Kool-Aid, Mark Cuban, and the Jerry Jones is making, y'all sure must like it because it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, y'all, it's the same thing they told y'all at the beginning of the season, y'all still believing it. And the results are not going along with what they said. If preseason, it was, we're not going to wear it. The season started, they had the first couple of laws. Well, we're going to get it together. Well, well, I hadn't seen, I've seen glimpses of flashes in this team, but at the same time, I don't see a team. And, and, and we, you know, we talked about quarterback. Peyton Manning did have a lot of numbers, but eventually he beat the Patriots, and eventually he won the Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys have yet to do that, and until they do, I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid. I'm not going to – and same way with the Mavericks. We go through this every year with the Mavericks. They go in 50 games, but when it comes to the playoffs, they get knocked out the first round. I've seen the same thing with Dallas. I mean, how, what is it going to take for y'all to understand that this team is just not the team to do it? Well, I it, have Whether it be the this. coach or Romo or whatever. Uh, it, it, they they just can't get this. it done. Wow. How many years did it take for Peyton Manning to play and D considered to win it all before he finally won it. He didn't get okay, it in those two that's, or three that's years. That's understandable, but now, still the best, way, the best way to beat Peyton Manning is still to keep him off of the field. And that's all. Right. the games that he's lost is because he hadn't had the ball at the end of the game. Those are the games well, that he I'm, lost. I'm, Peyton Manning is not going to throw you out of a game like Romo is going to throw you out of a game. 
Well, I, I, I can understand that. But at the same time, what I'm saying is is that before Romo stepped up in the quarterback, I mean, what we thought Bledsoe was going to get us somewhere, I mean, we didn't know where we was going to have a, a shot at, you know, uh, of competing. And now we do. You know, we he's beaten Peyton Manning and undefeated Peyton Manning. And I definitely think that Romo has all of the talent. There's no one there to really hold the team really accountable in the coaching staff. And, 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 again, I said it at the beginning of the season, because nobody can tell Jerry Jones what to do. We can't do nothing for the coaches. The coaches should have been gone. I'm sorry. Right. I, I, I agree. What else can be said? What else right. can be said? Right. Well, let me ask you something. Do you think any other coach would, 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 would let this team get away with many penalties as they had? And then not do something about it or straighten it out or correct it, whatever. This has been the what fifth game. They still ain't got it right. It started in preseason. They still ain't no, got well, it right. I, I, I don't think that, that that Tony Dungy would have allowed it. I mean, you know, I, I, I attributed a lot of Indianapolis's losses to the Ezra and James factor. You know, fumbling right. critical plays. Right, right, and right. You know, right. I really think that that was the undoing, and they replaced it. And and right. here comes the championship. So again, right. the the coaches are, are not being reprimanded. I mean that's ridiculous. Right. You can't get on. Yeah. I mean one one thing Jerry Jones should know from Mark Cuban is when you when your coaching staff starts dissing the organization as a whole, it's right. going to be hell right. to pay. That's right. Yeah. I agree. We, we were cheated out of our championship with Dallas. We were cheated. I mean, I, I, I believe the commissioner of the NBA would rather have thrown that trophy <laughs> on the ground than to put it in front of the fans that year. Yeah, yeah. 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 He did not want to do that. You know, Jerry Jones right. need to he, um, he needs to back up a little bit, and that's the reason. That's well, in my mind anyway. I'm thinking that's why some of the players get away with some of the things that they do because they yeah. probably just pick up the phone and call Jerry. You know, the only bad thing I see about that is if you were to get rid of the coaching staff, you know, what good defense we do have when they do play good, you know, that's going to be gone. That's going to be gone. Because that's Wade Phillips doing that. You know, that's going to be Jerry gone. Kick, You're going to have to bring in Power. Why did he can't wait here this long? Cause he well, who you going to replace it with right now? Okay, well, that brings up a good point because I want to I want to throw this out to y'all. I, I posted a question on our Facebook page today, and I got some comments too. I, the question on the Facebook question was, uh, this is hypothetically speaking, but Wade Phillips gets fired today. Who would you rather see Jerry get if he had his choice between three coaches right now? At this one and three team right now, and that was going to be John Gruden, Tony Dungy, or Bill Cowell. Yeah, those three choices. Jerry had to make those three choices as far as who's going to coach the Cowboys if he did fire away. One of the comments I got, the guy wrote in and said Gruden would be his choice, but none of them would work for Jerry. He, he figured that none of the coaches actually would work for Jerry. I got another comment from another listener. And their their quote was, and this is a quote, it said, you think Romo is terrible now? It said, Gruden will really mess him up. And if you get Dungy, then they'll be back to a 4-3. That means so long to the key pieces that they already have. And then Cal was the right fit because he's a vocal leader and he don't take no mess. Right. 
So right. those, those are just two different opinions from other listeners. My mission is to see what you guys would think, taking this one and three team with all this talent that they have but can't overcome mental mistakes, don't have that stern, whatever it is, that, that, that stern disciplinary action. If they do make a, a bonehead penalty like what Colombo did, they don't fear what Wade's going to do to them. I mean, if, if Wade was gone right now and Jerry had to make a decision on those three, those three coaches, who would y'all like this? Who would you see and why? I, I, I say Tony Dungy. I say Tony Dungy. At first, I, my first thought was Bill Cowher, but then I, I changed it. You know, this, I've watched Tony Dungy build two championship teams, and I, and I, I have no doubt in my mind that if you give him this amount of talent, he couldn't do it a third time. All right. I agree. I, 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 agree. I couldn't disagree with that at all. I couldn't, you know. Uh, I would say... You know, I wouldn't mind having Tony Dungy. John Gruden would be my last pick of the three, you know, but I would rather see Bill Cowher, you know, and the reason why is, is you know, I agree the, the defense is pretty much already in place. You know, all those penalties and stuff like that, that's going to be gone. We're going to cut all of that out, you know. Right. And they'll probably end up making an example out of somebody, you know, and it'll be somebody good, but – you know, he can kind of replace it with for a few snaps, like an Anthony Spencer or something like that, somebody like that, or somebody on the line or something. You know, try to make an example or something like that to show y'all I'm not playing with y'all. Y'all need to get out here and play, and people is going to be fearful of, of of losing their jobs, you know, and they're going to go out there and get it done. Right. They're going to get it done. Right like, now, it ain't no action, no action, you know, that we know of. Right. My choice would be anybody but Wade Phillips. You can go get TCU coach and get better than what y'all got now. I think they'd play better team. I'm serious. I, I, I can see a college coach coming in and do better than what they're doing right now. Look what Pete Carroll has done. I mean, but the Cowboy, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, I'm old school. I, I, let me tell you something. I was a Cowboy fan most of my life for the last 10 years. I, I, I just don't have no belief in them. Because they have broke my heart. I've cussed my kids out. I threw stuff at the TV. I've yelled at my wife. Now I'm a mild man. A guy who watched the game. But I, I believe and don't believe the hype. And y'all bought into Jerry Jones' hype because y'all thought the Super Bowl was going to be here. But the team, if you think about it, it wasn't a whole lot of changes with this team this year. It's some of the same people that y'all had for the last couple of years. They, it, 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 I don't know. It, it, I some of the teams I've seen, they know how to win. I don't think this team knows how to get over that hump. That you know, they they win games, but it's it's it, that don't mean nothing when it gets to the playoffs. It, everybody, my, my, my I, choice, I my choice, choice, my choice between the three would be John Gruden, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because I saw what Gruden did in, in Oakland with a, a team full of veterans. Okay, he he right. had all those veterans on the team. Got them to jail together, put together that magical season in Oakland, although they didn't make it all the way. And then he went to Tampa Bay his first year there on a team that Tony Dungy did put together but couldn't get over the hump, and he took them to a Super Bowl win, the, the, you know, right in his first season. So I think he'd be perfect for a team like the Cowboys. They already got the talent in place. They just can't get over that hump, just can't get that kink worked out in the engine. I think Gruden is a guy that he's done it before. He could come in right now. Tomorrow morning and, and get this right. team right back on track to win the Super Bowl. That's just my opinion because I know I, I I seen Gruden do it before on Tony Dundee's team 
how he had the Oakland uh, Raiders playing when they season they they almost with defeat undefeated this season. Right, right. Well, the oh, you, you you speak blasphemy. You, you spoke John Gruden's name and then you followed up with Tony Dungy's team. You can't do that. You, that was Tony Dungy's team. He didn't have a choice. But, but to stay Tony there. Dungy couldn't get them much, over that hump. But John Gruden was able to come in the next me. season and te- take them same players and put them over the hump to a Super Bowl. But but you mean to tell me that had Tony Dungy not stayed there one more year, they wouldn't have won? I, I can't say they would have won because he wasn't there for another year. I think they would have won it. And then, and then I think they would have won it, and that's that same Tony Dungy that went to Indianapolis and got him over the hump. Right. right when you it you is. take a team when you take a team and and you you bring something to it that a, a mystique that has come to the coast everybody respects Peyton everybody loves Peyton you couldn't pay anybody to bet against Peyton on any given Sunday and 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 look at how the team is still sustained you know I think that's a sign of a great coach now 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 what do you have to say about Tampa Bay now you know in the current state they went in now they went in now. What do you have to say about Tampa Bay the year after they won the Super Bowl? They start going down here right after they did that. Now, I do think John Gruden is a is a is a fine coach, you know, but I don't think he would be right, you know, in this particular system too. And besides, he's a, a four three cover two type guy anyway, you know. I don't think he would. Um, all our defensive pieces gone, man. So you right. I like our defense the way. I like our defense the way it is. All we need to do is get up safety. What about what about a Wade Phillips team? Is this a Wade Phillips team or is this a leftover team from from the tuna? At this point, this is Wade Phillips team, though. Without question, this is Wade Phillips and Jerry Jones. This is Wade Phillips and Jerry Jones. I got to say, I'm gonna put this. Yeah, he's tuna's been tuna's. Tuna's been gone for how many years now? Yeah, but you got to understand, though. You, you know, the, the players those. that were locked in, the key players right. that were locked in aren't are going anywhere. And that's, right. and that's a, what the a, thing a, a few of them, sure. A few of them, sure. And I, and I give him credit for that. You know, and, I mean, you could say, you know, those first couple of years without question is his team. You know, but there's well, you know, think, other people that, that have come along now. I don't think you can say any of this any of this team is Wade's team because if you think about it, once Tuna left, I mean Jerry right. took full control of GM. He put his team together from that point on. I don't think Wade has really put in any players as his. Well, player, I mean, give it give it to Jerry if you will. I mean, I think Wade had something to do with it. You know, but Jerry he gave him an offensive it. coordinator. He showed they give him that. He didn't ask for him. He gave him him. He gave him just to gave together without who he was. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. And it makes more that. money than he does. It makes more money than he does. I don't think he can overturn Jason Garrett. I really don't. I think Jason Garrett got more power than Wade Phillips. Mm. Not a well, good thing. Jason Garrett if Jason Garrett calls a screen at half to end the half, Wayfields can't get on the horn, but now we ain't running that. They gonna, if they yeah. call a screen, they're going to run a screen. Right. <laughs> I don't think Wade Phillips is going to overturn him. I think he has more power than Wade Phillips. 
I think it's you know, Friday about it be Wade Phillips. I can't say whether he's got, you know, more power or not, but I know he's got, you know, or I feel like anyway, he's got total control of the offense and what the offense does. Right. Wade Phillips may decide on whether they're going to kick the field goal or not. <laughs> but if, if, so if, he if, can't overturn if, 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 if it's a chance that, you know, it's in between and he asked the coordinator, you got something for me, you got something for me on this fourth and three right here, the offense coordinator, of course he's going to say yes. Now, let me ask you this. Does, does, uh, does, let me ask you this. Does, do y'all think Wade even knows what offensive play is being called? Do you think he's even listening to that? Oh, I'm sure he's I got mean, an idea of that. I mean, he is the coach. I mean, come on. I don't think but, he has I mean, a clue. The, the way he answers those questions, you know, there's no solutions, you know, as Royce mentioned earlier, being being done for the for the stupid mental errors and mistakes that we make on offense, you know, from celebrations to key penalties that just really contribute to horrible field position and, and, and loss of yardage. I, I think Wade Phillips, he can say nothing. I think he is a stool pigeon. You know, sort of like uh, when Barry brought in, uh, uh, when Jerry brought Barry in Barry Switzer. Switzer. Yeah, right, I mean, right. he, you know, he, Barry, same things with Barry. Teams breaking curfew, staying out late. He decides he's going to get on right. television and say, well, you know, I'm just going to take it easy on the guys. And I mean, come on, man. Phillips is just a band-aid. And, and as soon as this season is over with, Jerry is going to chew him up and spit him out, and he's going to take the fall right. for all of the mistakes right. of this season. Right. And we're going to buy the hype again next year. Right, right. I agree. Let me tell yeah. you, I got it from yeah, reliable source. <laughs> yeah, you're going to drink it. I got it from reliable source that Darren Swift and Stephen uh, Jones stayed drunk the whole season. <laughs> this is from reliable source. So he's really a coach. Like I said, this team was already Super Bowl caliber. All he did was just show up. <laughs> Okay, well, that brings up a good point. That team that team didn't need a, a coach to really even coach no. them. They had leaders no, on didn't. the field. You had Michael Irvin. Right. You had right. uh, Troy Aikman. You know, you had defensive yeah, players and, on the defense side of the ball. Where is that at in this team? Who leads Jimmy the team? set them up right. It's the same thing Tony Dungy did in Annapolis, in my opinion. You know, when he, Peyton Manning could coach that team now. Peyton Manning can get out there right. and run that offense. They don't even need no office coordinator. You know, and I think it was the same situation when Jimmy Johnson left here. He left it set up right. All you got to do is this. Y'all got the formula. Just do this right here. So what player leads this team? When, what, what, when, what player leads this team? When Jimmy Johnson was coached, when the Cowboys lost the game, there was nothing funny. At you didn't have to ask. There was nothing funny, not now time. And I'm talking about 13 and 3 seasons. I mean, if we had that, I mean, what, would we be complaining? Not at all. I mean, it, there was every game was supposed to be won in Jimmy Johnson's eyes because he knew what he wanted to do. But – the requirements right. for doing that didn't line up with Jerry's, you know what I'm saying, with old great Jerry's agenda. So he had to go. And, and the same thing that that, that your boy Dungey did, I, I wish he could, we could he could come here for the Cowboys and do that same thing. All right, well, before we close out the show, we got about a minute left. We want to, again, thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for Carlos for calling in. 
uh, as we announced earlier today, earlier in the show, Rangers. Rangers win. They go to the ALCS and face oh, the Yankees. I'm a Rangers fan. No more Cowboys for me, baby. I'm rooting for the Rangers. <laughs> so we got the <laughs> all the way. So we're gonna see what happens with that. But before we uh, go, I want to thank Coach Chosen. I want to thank Rick. Even though we both had terrible records this week, man, we're gonna redeem ourselves on Thursday show. So we ain't worried about that. Well, what was the number? How the number turn out? Man, the numbers, I, I had to give you that off the air, man, because you don't want your number on the air. Trust me. Oh, I'm good. You know what? I'm, I'm good. If I can, if I can you know I'm standing there strong with the Cowboys. You know what, Rick and Rodney? Y'all would have won if y'all hadn't picked Dallas. <laughs> yeah, we probably wow. would have. <laughs> All I got to say. You picked Dallas. Y'all made me, y'all made me pick Dallas. Y'all was forced into it. <laughs> Yeah, help me down, but I tell you what, I, y'all won't trick me this week. I guarantee you, I won't be fooled hey, again. What, what about that Jets game, though? I picked the Jets. I picked the Vikings. I did oh, pick okay. the Jets. Right on, right yeah, on. I picked the Vikings yeah. again. Jets, Jets but, the best team in football right now. But we'll, we'll, we'll catch y'all on uh, Thursday. Y'all make sure y'all tune in from 9 to 11. Since we're standard time, we're going to do our picks. It'll be our world-famous pick show. Thank y'all for All tuning right. in. Download us on iTunes. Check us out online, blogstalkradio.com slash rfsports, Twitter, rsportsradio, or email us at rsportsradio at gmail.com. And we'll see y'all on Thursday. Go Rangers. Congratulations, Rangers. And uh, Cowboys, get ready to wave Phillips. Holler back. <laughs> All right. Good night, y'all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.